We're back live! Hello, and welcome to the a la carte Racing Podcast. I'm Miles Fry, your racing newbie, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Brayden Whited. You guys might know me from the weekends being the announcer for the go-kart races on a la carte racing. Right on, right on. So, man, I've been gone for, for a minute. It's been probably about six months, you know. What all What all you been doing with us, man? I ain't seen you in a minute. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, well, in my personal life, just been uh, working hard over at the bowling alley. And for all the kart racing, we've just been working, going to the racetracks and live streaming to all of the fans. What about yourself? Right. What, what have you been up to in the past six months? Well, you know, I've been uh, traveling the world, baby. Not really. I just drove all the way south. And uh, it was all right. You know, the weather's pretty cool down there. The first time I was there, you know, life was pretty great. They have phenomenal food, and I'll be honest, the ladies there, they're pretty pretty beautiful, honest. I mean, uh. you can't beat them. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had a good job. I worked at a paper, paper printing factory pretty much. You know, anything that could be printed, we made it from billboards, menu boards, postcards, business cards, you know, T-shirts. We could print stuff on that. It didn't matter. But uh, then I came back, got a got a little what was homesick from Louisiana? Is that what we would call it? Yeah, yeah, get, got a little homesick. Yeah, yeah. So we had to come see the family. But uh, then I ended up going back out there because yeah, I missed it, missed the weather. But uh, you know, second time around wasn't um wasn't the greatest. I got the same job back, but they put me on second shift instead, and that meant. I couldn't do anything during the day. Like, I mean, everything I wanted to do was at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, you know. Seven. Second shift is just work. the worst, man. Yeah, dude. 2 to 10. Or 2 to 11, my bad. And that, oof, not good. So I came back, you know. It's yeah. pretty great. I I, uh, I I don't blame you. Second second shift, when while I was working it, I worked it um, towards the early beginning of the year in the winter. Mm-hmm. But I, I got that switched over to first shift, so I feel a lot yeah. better. Yeah, when I first shift, way better, man. I just I feel like I had more energy during the day. Yes. But you know, second shift, you just it, it's like you wake up, and it's like great, I have you know two hours, four hours, whatever before work. It's like you're just sitting there waiting around to go to work. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. Completely agree. So, yeah, no, I came back. I miss my friends, family, my dog. Yeah, I had to come back. <laughs> the dog. How is how is Willow? Ah, oh, dude, Willow, she's great. Ah, oh, dude, that dog, man. I love that dog. You just you ever been you ever been away from your pet? Well, then you have that reunion, you know, that nice. That, I bet she was super excited to see. you. Uh, like cuddled, my god. <laughs> nice cuddled. Yeah. But now, yeah, now that's great. I got a new job. And now, uh, now I, I get my hands dirty all day long. I got to oh. wear work boots. I work oh. on, work on like these, they're like small semi trucks, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're made, the auto car is the maker of them. They're like, uh, it's like a single cab semi. I don't know. They, they pull, 
trailers. Like, they can't be 18-wheelers. It's just one seater instead of two. And no beds. Hmm. And it's it's a great it's a great job. My boss, real good dude, pays for my lunch every day. That's pretty nice. Damn, yeah. well, it seems like you have a pretty nice boss and pretty beautiful job. It's great. It's I love it. I love hard work, getting my hands dirty. You know? Yeah, I'm getting that tool experience. That blue collar. Yeah, so I can work on go karts because I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, this is a good place to start. Uh, speaking of go karts, this past weekend we went to Jennings County Cartway, uh, uh, Jennings County Cartway, Jennings County Speedway um, at their their go kart track over in North Vernon, mm-hmm. and um, we had a lot of fun. It rained and rained and rained, but we 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 did. Uh, the rain did hold off long enough, and the uh, the track officials over there were awesome, awesome, awesome. We got the, uh, the track good enough to run. The kids, all of the kids' classes got to run their features. But um, most of the adults did not end up getting to go out due to a second wave of rain. Um, mm-hmm. And so they just had to take their uh, positions from their heat races that they, they, uh, that they got to run. Um, so, uh, speaking of that, let's go through the rundown of the results, and, um, since it was their first points race, uh, last Friday night, also the point standings. So, for the Junior 1, Zach Rowell in the 69 took it home, Macy Staten in the 4 got second, and Brooklyn Summers in the 72 rounded out the top 3. The junior one was a very, very good race, um, pretty close towards the end of it. Uh, the the junior champ had saw Connor Perry and the five run away with it, uh, with so- Sawyer Boal in the four and Chance Carr in the 36, uh, coming in second and third. Junior champ had Macy Staten in the four, Layden Burton in the X12, and Daniel Cloud in the eight. Um, finishing out, and that one was a doozy, as uh, Daniel Cloud and Layden Burton were battling. They uh, they got together over in turn four off the exit, and Macy Staten took the win. In the rookie division, Connor Perry in the five ran away with it, uh, with Camden Fields in the 7K in second, and Clay Thompson in the 52 coming in third, and Erica Rudisil, not even five years old yet in the A1, running her first event and got fourth. That's awesome, actually. That It's super awesome, man. I love that the, the young uh, the young kids like like to go out and, and just have fun on the racetrack. <laughs> That's she, awesome. Uh, I, I was actually talking with her, with her dad, and um, he said that she will tear it up in her power wheel. Like, we'll go out and just <laughs> hammer down in the, power, the wheel. power wheel. Yes, sir. And uh, it's just it's just awesome because that was her first time ever in a go-kart. And yeah. I think she did phenomenally. She, wait, I think wait, wait, she wait, did wait. fantastic. 
you said that was her first, first, first time. Yes, first. Like, like, like no practicing. No, they none. Just, just threw her in a in a go kart and said, "Good luck, kid." Yes, yes. That's that's phenomenal. And and like she did really <laughs> well too, which was it was crazy to me. So yeah, that's, that's... awesome. Then we went on to the Junior 3 division where Ricky Bernard in the 75, who has been hot this year, he's been running a national circuit um, and came up to run North Vernon on Friday night and kept the momentum rolling with a feature win there. Blake Robertson came from the tail to pick up the second spot. He was reeling in your race leader, Ricky Bernard, but just did not have enough time. Um, and then Matthew Baylor in the 20 rounded out the top three. In the junior two, Jake Rowell in the three took home the win. Connor Smith in the 57 in second. And Jacob Chad in the 9J finished third. Run What You Brung, I think, was the only, the only adult class that actually got the finish. Um, and those, that's the, that's the class where anything goes, um, as long as it fits within the confines of a go-kart. Derek Franks in the 14 was your winner for the run with you brung. Leroy Blevins in the 58 got second and Doug Perry in the 57 ended up third. The junior outlaw was the final um final feature to actually complete every all of the other events got rained out in the junior outlaws there were only two in attendance it was the 90 of gentry cash picking up the win and a nine of bradley brown coming home in second and like i said based off of their heat races and their pill draws is how the rest of everyone um finished so in the 340 clone, Owen Barr got the win. Uh, J.J. Stainbrook in the 457 ended up second. And Colby Robinson in his – well, it wasn't his, technically his first, but his first outdoor event back after having a stroke um, come home third in the 113 machine. Hey, that's that's wonderful. Yeah, he, he got put on um, – Injured reserve, <laughs> if you huh. will, for um, a full year, maybe a little bit longer than a year. Um, mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. Strokes are no joke. They can mess you up. They can. Um, and I, it, I just, it's just happy. I'm just happy um, that he's okay and he's back yeah. racing again. Um, yep. He's the owner of the business um, and our sponsor. Uh, Robinson Fabworks. Um, they do great stuff over there. Check them out on Facebook. So Colby picking up the third spot in the Clone 340. For the senior champ, Robert Doyle in the 23 uh, took the win. Cody Bauer in the 15 seat in second. And Terry Mahoney in the 57 rounded out the top three. Small block open. Leroy Blevins in the 58 won with Colby King in the 99 in second. And Mike Payne in the 31 rounded out the top three. In the flatheads, Owen Barr in the 41 
took the victory. Kai Roberts in the three in second, and Troy Neal in the triple seven rounded out the top three. With the 420 clone, the first place spot was to Bubba Trinkle in the 3B. Travis Huber in the 89 finishes second, and Seth Wilkerson in the 118 finishes the podium. Few more classes here. We have the Predator with Richard Frazee in the 12 winning it all. Uh, Brandon Lang in the 25 in second, and Terry Turner in the 05 finishes third. And finally, in the 380 clone, Ryan Turner picks up the win in the 21T with Colby Robinson. There's that name again. In the 113, finishing in the second position, and Junior Armstrong in the 11 picking up the podium. So that's what happened on Friday night at Jennings County. And then Saturday, Saturday we were at Clay City for the 2022 Clone Shootout. And that was a fun day. A really nice fast track. And we had quite a few classes, so we will go ahead and get into them. In the clone super heavy, we had fast time. Fast qualifier was the 731 of Jason Wheatley, and the winner of the feature event for the clone super heavies was the 75 of Alan Gardner. For the purple clone, quick time was set by the 9X of Blake Dillard, and the feature event was won by the triple seven of Cash Johnson. For the red Plate Clone Division Quick Time was set by the 73 of Waylon Parker. And the feature event was won by the 27 of Chanson, Ch- Chasen Hanselman. Apologize. In the Stock Light class, Quick Time was set by the 12 of Barrett Terry. I apologize. I kept calling you Terry Barrett the whole time. And I got a message afterwards that let me know that I was incorrect, and it is Barrett Terry. So quick time set by the 12 of Barrett Terry in the stock lights. And the feature event for the stock lights was won by the 12X of Braden Parsley, his first feature win. Um, spoilers for the rest of the results. The Junior Sportsman Champ Division Quick Time and Feature Event winner was the 9 of Oliver Osborne. In the Box Stock Predator, the same person picked up the feature of the feature win as set Quick Time. It was the 73 of Jerry Parker. Moving on with that same trend of Quick Time equals Feature Win in the Green Plate, it was the 18 in of Caleb Nibel that set quick time and picked up the feature win. And the only junior predator to show up was the 73 of Cash Parker. So he picked up quick time and the feature win. In clone medium, quick time was set by the 84 of Bo Billings. And the feature of event was won by the 18N of Jacob Nibel. For the Kentucky Predator class, there were only two go-karts, and the four of Clayton Porter 
set fast time, and but the three of Cameron Huffer took home the feature event for the Kentucky Predator class. In the sumos, quick time was set by the 57 of Michael Adkins, who then later that night picked up that feature win for the sumo class. So congratulations to the 57 of Michael Adkins. In the blue plate clone class, fast qualifier was the 55 of Eli Wilhelmus. But the feature event was won by the 200 of Braden Parsley. In Clone Heavy, Quick Time was set by the 173 of Braden Smith. And he later that night went on to win the feature event for the Clone Heavy. In the Junior 2 Predator, Fast Time was set by the 19 of Matty Hall, who then later that night took home the victory for the Junior 2 Predator. So congratulations to the 19 of Matty Hall. And the Pro Purple class was... Fast time was set by the 29 of Cole Heward, but the Pro Purple had the 55 of Eli Wilhelmus picking up the feature win. And in the money class, the Pro Clone Heavy, the 8 of Jared John set fast time. And then though he had a rough race towards the beginning, the tires kicked in and he fought back through the, the field to make a last lap pass at the line, 0.01 seconds separated him and the second place. It was the 8 of Jared John that took home the $1,000 check in Clay City. So congratulations to Jared John. Congratulations to all of the winners from this past weekend. That's and actually crazy, dude. 0.01 0.01 was the separation. Yeah, J- Jared passed the the leader on the inside, and they were three wide going across the line. <laughs> the uh, the two the two machine ended up second, and um, yeah, if. if if the finish line would have had been, I don't know, two feet further, we would be saying a different name for the feature winner. But, alas, the eight of Jared John uh, uh, was at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so let's change gears a little bit, man. I got to know, man. How did it all start? Like, what made you... All the kart racing? Pursue? Yeah, what made you pursue it? Um... Well, I get asked this question quite a bit, so I guess it, 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 would, it would be a great thing to answer on the first epi- first episode of our podcast. Yes, um, the first episode. <laughs> well, it all started when I was in my garage, and we were uh, me and my dad were working on my go-kart, and I, I made a comment saying I wish I knew what was happening over the weekend, um, and he was like, well, you go to school for film, and you you live stream video games. He was like, well, why can't you just live stream the go-kart races? Right. And I was like, you know what? I think that's a great idea. Well, <laughs> it took a couple months because 
I'm lazy. Uh-huh. And um, also, I, I also wanted to race. So I went and raced at Little E um, for their final event. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was just like, I, I just had the memory of that event happening. And I was like, man, why not try it, right? Uh-huh. So in July of 2021, um, me and my roommates um, just went to Crydersville and we filmed. We didn't have the capacity to live stream. And we also had some growing pains as we learned that just your phone battery is not going to, to last the whole day. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that We've had a lot of growing pains since, but that was the first one. So we solved that problem, and then uh, we've had more problems since. But each time they pop up, we keep knocking them down. Mm-hmm. And just to bring everybody the content that they deserve for a la carte racing. So that's wow. how it started was just a conversation between me and my dad. So that's how the business started, right? Right, yeah. So how did how did like the whole family get into like racing and how how did you start liking go karts? Um, oh man, that's a great question. Um, well, my my family has been racing for, well, I mean as long as I can remember, but my family has been racing for as long as my grandpa can remember. Right. Um, like all the way back in the nineteen thirties, um, my great great grandfather mm-hmm. um he was racing sprint cars at, at winchester speedway and so like racing has just run so deep and like it could go back even further than that i'm i don't know um but like it's just always been in my family and my right. dad ran ran go-karts uh when i was just born <laughs> so like i've always been at the go-kart track um my dad moved up to sprint cars to to non-wing sprint cars um in the early 2000s uh, but i just i just always liked go-kart racing and then he kind of helped me get into go-kart racing when i was a kid and right. it was just a whole lot of fun and so it's like it's it's kind of nostalgic for me going to the go-kart races but then going now, it's so much different than it used to be. Um, like a lot has changed. The technology has gotten better. The like the chassis, the engines, the mm-hmm. the tires, all of that has gotten so much better through the years. Um, but it's it's just it's like always been always been around in my family, and it's always been like a a thing that we all do as like a family outing as we go to the races and so making that up making that passion something that i do every weekend right is just it's like the best it's making your hobby your job that's so awesome yeah i mean that's the goal you're trying to make it not a job you know yeah yeah it's if you're if you're if you're not happy while you're working then like to me, it's not worth it, you know. I, I feel like you, I feel like you have to be happy of what you're doing. Other people might have differing opinions on that, but just I love what I do, and uh-huh. 
I wouldn't trade trade it for the world. Wow. So how did how did your very first time being in a go kart feel? Like like when I was a kid? Oh, I don't even think I remember that far back. Um I there's a picture of me um that I think my mom has it and I literally like probably weeks, maybe months old, and I'm sitting in a go in my dad's go kart. Funny enough, the exact same go kart that like if I were to go racing, I'd be racing now. Right. <laughs> that it's the same go kart. That's cr- that's insane. Yeah, but there. Um, so the first time driving a go kart would be okay. The first time that I remember driving a go kart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was probably like ten. Okay. I think. I don't really remember how old I was, but I was. I I know I was in. Well, obviously a, a really young kid, and we were indoors at Columbus, and. That is, uh, if anybody knows about the Columbus and the Hog Barn, it is a wicked fast racetrack, and like just, just holding it wide open and then burping it through the through the through the corners. It's it's just something that's always in in my memory, and it just being being there with my dad, and then watching my dad like hand signal on on the on the side of the racetrack. Yeah, that that's that's my first memory, is I uh, of racing a go kart, um, at Columbus. Right, right. Uh, how come, how come you don't currently race? Like, why do you only cover the cover the go kart races and don't actually participate in them yourself? Um, I get that question a lot too. Um, I would love to race. It's just I don't have the time, like. We're going to tracks on Friday, every Friday night, every Saturday night, and right. and then also Sundays if if we find a Sunday race. So like, I just don't have the time in order to to go and spend a full night racing because I want to be covering it for all the car. I want to be there doing the casting. Would I love to drive? Absolutely. I I would I would be over right. the moon to drive and i i've thought about taking my go-kart down um to maybe like hot lap because like uh, all the cart doesn't cover hot laps because i mean we just never have i don't think in my mind people don't want to watch hot laps but um so we, we don't cover hot laps on all the cart so maybe i was i was thinking about taking my go-kart down to, to hot lap but then i also thought about the amount of work that would be to not only get my go-kart ready in order to take it out there to hot lap but then like turn around and then also be running the the stream so right maybe maybe one day right on that's cool just moving along what are we looking forward to next weekend next weekend all a cart will be in wheelersburg on april 22nd on that friday night and on saturday we actually got a message on facebook um that Crydersville will not be uh running this weekend they did not get their track ready um apparently it's like really in bad shape and they need some help so um 
they don't have their their track re ready up in Crydersville. So we're going down to Clay City yet again this week, um, making making another long trip down there um, for that event. So that that's what we got planned for for this upcoming week. Right on, right on. Sounds like a good good time. And um, it'll be the Border Wars at Clay City. Um, okay. On uh, on the twenty is it the twenty fourth? Twenty third on the twenty third. On the twenty third, it'll be the Border Wars at, at Clay City. Also, Miller Raceway for those close enough um, to the Miller Raceway track um, down in Southern Indiana. They will also be running their first race of the year this this upcoming weekend. So, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, look forward to that. So there's a lot of racing happening this weekend. There's there's a couple of tracks, a couple of tracks running as everywhere is starting to. Starting to bloom and blossom their their opening of the of the year. So within the next couple of weeks, we have almost all of our our racetracks that we go to. I think that are going to either have had their opener or going to do their opener. So right. Well, that will do it for our first episode of the Alicart Racing Podcast. Make sure you tune into all the racing action this weekend from Wheelersburg and Clay City. Also, catch us next week for the second episode of the Alicart Racing Podcast. I've been your host, Miles Fry. And I'm Braden Whited. Until next time, keep it safe, keep it fast. We're back live! That was exciting! Here's your drop button.